the Ninja Rob Podcast with Marco Perazzo and Tim Carpenter. The podcast for the true martial artist. Tim, I think you're going to have to pay to get the uh, the intro updated. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, because we got to get Devin on there and we got to get okay. JB on there. So if you can get on that. This feels like to me, if any I'll of have you- to talk to my people in South Africa. Yes, get, oh, get down That's with, who did this? Yes. It, yeah, let them know this shit is whack, by the way. Go ahead. <laughs> Bro, it's your second now time. Now it on? is. It's your now second it's time whack. here. Relax. Can we talk right? about- No, yes. not yet. Damn. See, this no. this feels like white people are son. Yeah. If you guys know the history of a tribe called Quest, who doesn't? Exactly. Of course. <laughs> oh, then now we're all here. Oh wait, Jerobi. No, yeah. I am not Jerobi. <laughs> not Jerobi. He left to make tacos. Come on, son. And now you're back. The show. No, no, no. The, the, the show. We're not all, a star. I was never part of it. Okay. <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, I was never. Part, uh, I was a part of the. Ladies and gentlemen, the commission. <laughs> you were the there at the, at, the, at the very beginning, but so... It Yo, was a commission? This oh, man, is all the podcast we did. Yo, what, what happened with that content? It's in my computer. Come on, son. But We got to monetize that. So, JB is like the tribe's Jerobi. I'll take we'll that for it. now. Yeah? I'll take that for now. I'll take that for now. So you Because I do throw up all the videos of cooking, but we all do. All right. I'm unfamiliar. I've heard of Tribe Called Quest. You've heard of oh, oh that's this so is who, weird. There's something am, about so when the they were rap music alive. you don't know. So who am I in the Tribe Called Quest? Oh, there you go. Oh man, let's see. I would say you're probably Kimasabi. No. What? Stop. Kima. No, you're Fife that's, Dog. No, to, no, no. You don't think so? No, no. He, no. he wants to be Fife. I like Fife Dog. He, he wants to be Fife, fife because he's short. <laughs> he, but you're not, but that doesn't make any sense. You're, you know, yeah, you're clearly your Q-tip. No. I mean, not that I want to give you that. No, I got... I, I mean, okay, well, I, but, you know. I mean, Q-tip was the guy that pushed the musical boundaries for them. But who? if you want... If you are... Who's pushed the podcast okay, boundaries? Okay, but, listen, but, but, I'll fix it for you. Go ahead. He's pro- Listen, don't even use that. He's Prodigy. You're Havoc. Oh, okay. He's Big Noid. No, we're, so we're keeping it to a tribe. Like, no, we can't. I like Fife Dog. That's a different... Because uh, if you're... Like, so if you're into rappers... Shout out, and you look at a tribe piece, called Quest. Piece, who do you want to be? If you had to, pick, if you're a rapper, oh, okay. okay. In the beginning, I would have said I wanted to be Q-Tip. Of course, I changed my mind now. Okay, who would you want to be? I'd rather been Fife except I really? want to be alive without oh, the diabetes. Yes, come on, right. son. Come on, respect to the dead, son. Yeah, Shout out. I'm saying because when you look back at all the memorable lines, yeah. they're they all, all him. Yeah, are they? Really? Yeah, yeah bro. Like, kind of like this show. Really? They're all mine. I think I am. Really? No, son. I don't know about well, that. Who was the DJ? Uh, Ali Shahid Muhammad. Muhammad. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I don't, I don't think I don't. Excuse me. But see, that, I, you know, they don't. I don't know. It, I understand it, but I'm so definitely not Jerobi. What do you mean you're not Jerobi? Right well, so right if I'm Q-Tip, he's Fife, Fife Dog. Ali oh, Shahid Muhammad. That leaves Jerobi. They added currency at one time. Remember that? No. Yes. No one remembers no. that. Q-Tip. No one does. Q-Tip brought him in. Currency's Q-tips. Uh, is it currency or no? No, no. What's the other guy with the big teeth that was on? Uh, that's currency. No, I think I think that is. No, him. no, no. Currency's the kid from from New Orleans, I believe. Oh, is no, it? he was on Hit, Love the and big teeth, big bro. Yes, that's currency. All right, yeah. He Kanye West. That's not Kanye West. Stop. I mean, he wrote Kanye. All right, now he let's did. continue on. Well, he go did. ahead. So you you were pointing something out about what earlier, and I cut you off to call you Jerobi. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about your mustache game, son. I won the I won the challenge. Son. And I rewarded myself. Impeccable. You like it? That's a fucking, that's serious. Yo, your stash game right now? What is the, uh, oh, nigga, it's, what it's, is the allure it's, of it's the a mustache? Killer. I've always wanted, like, I've seen a lot of guys do it. Yeah. I just don't understand it. 
This is, I'm trying to be ironically ironic with it. Boom. So I'm going, double I'm attacking. Double irony. Double, double irony. Right. Yeah. Double all, down. All the hipsters that wear it out of irony, all I'm right. making fun of them. Oh. So I'm being Bye. ironic to the hipster. I'm, I feel much more nervous with him with this mustache. <laughs> really? this now, I already so, got the so, white supremacist no. look. Yeah. Pardon me, sir. That's one. Uh, that's one. Can I see your license registration? Yes, please? he's a police officer. Look, I'm going yeah. for well, it. You look like a Canadian police officer. A Mountie. I was <laughs> like a Mountie. Like, uh, or a bad guy on a Spanish soap opera. Smedley? <laughs> yeah, no. At least in Seattle. You look like the lawyer that steals everything from The everybody. only guy I've ever seen look cool with a mustache was uh, Ravishing Rick Rude. Magnum P.I. They're oh. twins. Oh, well, come on. Yeah, yeah, they close. are. They're yeah. Oh, then you got to throw in um, uh, Don Ferris. What was his name? The fighter? Don. Don Fry. Don, Don, Don Fry. Fry. Yeah, 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 but they all look the same, right? They Rick all, yeah. Rude, they Don Fry, and Magnum P.I. all kind of They all look the same. They're from the same tribe. Yeah. Yeah. The same racist tribe. Go <laughs> But yeah, so this was uh, kind of like from me to me, got a gift you, to myself. Hey, man, listen. Yeah. You treat how's yourself. How does a wife like it? Loves it. Really? Oh, yeah. Everything about it. Combs it every day, 10 times. Yeah. Each side. This 10 on this side, exactly. 10 on that side. Amen. The kids love it. That's right. The people love it. That's right. It's, it's, never been, it's probably that, and I'm also adding the word mate into my repertoire. Really? Hey, what's up, mate? Really? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yo, I remember, you You know, uh, no worries. Yo, you throw cats off with no worries. One dude thought you were Australian. <laughs> For real. He was like, he's not Australian? I was like, nah, he's not on this. This motherfucker's from South Philly, so what the fuck you talking about? <laughs> oh, he said no worries. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, no worries. The Outback's been around for years. Yeah, What's wrong with you, son? Nah, man. Blooming Onion? Yo, I see it. I see it. More cultural appropriation. Yeah, so we're, we're just, we take it from all angles, all sides. That's but pause. You know. Pause. Pause. hey yo, hey oh. Any fights going on? Yes. Yes. What? What do we got? Black Beast versus the Boa Constrictor. So you had to call him by it? that name? You couldn't just call him Derek yeah. Lewis? You go to the one? Well, his nickname. Okay. That's his fighting name. I know. Who's and the Boa I, Constrictor? I, if, you, if you pay attention, I said... <laughs> The Black Beast versus the Boa Constrictor. I didn't say the Black Yo, Beast versus Alexi Olmec. There you go. There you go. Oh, I got you. You know what they say? You always fall back to your training. Hey, I've heard that once or twice. Trignology. Trignology. Come on, son. Let's not go. Come on, man. You know how the Yakubians so, are. Yakubians. This is the third time that we've brought the Yakubians up okay. in, a, in yeah, an man. episode. Don't so who, get too who is the Boa Constrictor? Uh, Olnick. Alexi Olnick. Is that the... The submission specialist, fifty-year-old Russian guy that looks like he can't fight but wins just about every oh, fight. So he's he's in? the guy that beat up um, uh, uh, Rashad Evans. Remember that? Rashad no, no, Evans that was a security guard. <laughs> I don't know what that guy's name was. Oh, you love that one. That was yeah. great. Um, no, Alexi Olnik. He's he's got like seventy fights over like 50, 60 submission wins. He's amazing. He, he's. I mean, he's the. Is he the guy that did the box choke while mounted? Yeah, it's twice. Yeah, he sets it up from the feet. That's amazing. He grabs it. He grabs your neck on the feet and lets you take him down to mount. And then in the transition, he slides the fist in and finishes. That's it. just crazy. But uh, Throat fists you. But I've heard from inside sources that he's submitted some of the best grapplers in the world just by squeezing their heads. Just like a headlock. Like they'll be on his back and he'll reach back, grab their head, and squeeze it until they tap. Man. Really? Can we, do you have any names? No, no, no. No names. I'm just saying some of the best. Who told you? Some people on the inside. Inside of what? The, the fighting and grappling community. Okay, so you're on all, the boa constrictor's back. He reaches behind himself, mm -hmm. grabs, grabs your, your head, head, and squeezes it until you submit. Wow. Pretty they impressive. Say, and, and leaves uh, bruises and stuff. Really? Like, and this from, is, for just from the squeeze, you have like bruises on your head. Would this be like other same, like big heavyweight? Big heavyweight fighters, yeah. yeah. 
Fighters not not uh, not necessarily. I don't think that's it something. Wouldn't, it wouldn't matter, would it? If your the people's skulls are still made no, out. of heavyweights have like oh, I, mean, I have a like interesting uh, story about that. Like you look at Mark Hunt's skull mm-hmm. versus. Uh, yo rico rodriguez he had a fucking dome yeah, on him. tito ortiz yo yeah. that's a bit yeah uh, that's a fucking he's got like a that looks like a, a super giant heavyweight chicken nugget yeah that's what that looks like. <laughs> no, no disrespect as, to tito as ortiz. quentin rampage jackson it looked like he's got a 20 inch television hey, sitting on his neck definitely definitely <laughs> so it's either going to be a a funny goofy submission or a vicious knockout okay what other fights uh chris weidman i think is going to one i think he's fighting at 170 so he moved up to 205, had no success there. So he's one and five in his last six, I believe. So five, won, five KOs. Since his two fights with Anderson Silva, then right? Then he beat Machida. Beat Machida. Then it was Rockhold KO. When he threw the hook kick at Rockhold, right? And then got he got KO'd or submitted? He got pounded into... Into submission. Yeah, we got pounded almost into death in the in that round then he came out for the next round and got pounded even worse in the next was the round. next round when he threw the hook kick and got taken no, down again no it was that, was that was the round that that was the hook kick started the, the downfall because the yeah. fight was you know like it's competitive it was a competitive fight yeah now do you think chris weidman is one of those guys that kind of he um caught lightning in a bottle with those two fights with anderson like he's silva just a bad matchup yeah he he caught silva at silva's worst time his decline and he was coming up, and then I think, I think it's hard to go from beating the greatest fighter of all time to like, how do you top that moment in your career? You know, like then he beat Machida, but it's all like, how, how do you maybe how do you get up for another fight after that? After those two know, fights, fight, like know. George St. Pierre loses to uh, Matt Hughes and come back and loses comes, lo- and then comes back. Yeah, and, and this is trying to come back from a win. I gotcha. So but, he hit the top, and there was really nowhere. But he else kept to winning. Go. Like, how do you? He had one fight that he won, and then he lost. Now, I was talking about Weidman, right? So, you know, I have other fighters that they'll win, they'll, they'll beat the guy at the top of the heap, and then they continue winning. He's so. a kid from Long Island, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rest, oh. Wrestling base training. I don't know who he's fighting, but uh, I think he should just retire. Yeah. They, moving down to 170, man, talk about. Because uh, he was a big 85er. He looked like a normal 205er, like mm-hmm. just like a regular dude, and then 170. It feels like that that win against um, Silva was so long ago now. The first one or the second one? The first one. Yeah. The first one was where he caught, he had him all the, the way. The little left hook. Wow, right? Yeah. Oh, man. We're, the could, second one did, was that when he broke his leg? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the yeah. first one, how long Do ago Do you even was count now? the second one? Yeah. If yeah. you shatter a guy's leg. See, okay. I, I see I don't think point. how you could get any worse of a. But of sh- a, he didn't shatter it by kicking his leg. He shattered it by getting kicked. Well, his action caused. He didn't. He, no, no, no. He his, lifted inaction, his inaction. He, no, he lifted his leg up to check the kick. And if you listen to his coach, his coach said that they trained that to break the leg. To break the leg, yeah. To hurt, really? the, to hurt the leg, not to break it. And I, I think you don't try. I didn't do I that think a lot hindsight, in training. I think hindsight is twenty twenty. But his on coach that did one. say that there they, they trained true. to uh, to check to, the kick to, to injure the leg while they're checking. Yeah, to mm. check with the knee, not the not the, the shin, shin. You know. How do you throw a kick ever again after that? That's a yeah. yeah I, no, I think I Anderson no Silva has too. Yeah, it's of like what? It, like I would be so gun shy, it would be mm-hmm. fucking yeah. ridiculous, yeah. bro. That, and that wasn't the first time I, think I saw that injury. In, the, in MMA, was gun shy throwing kicks Sheesh. after that fight. You know? Crazy. I think Wait, anybody nuts. in any sport. But how long ago was that? Again, that was six, six seven years, years ago. Man, it feels like in probably 2013, like 14. Dog years in MMA. First fight back, right? That was his first one back from losing. Who? 
Well, was, there, was, was the rubber match against Weidman? Was, that, was there a fight in between for him? I don't think so. No. Yeah, it was to play around. He played around, got knocked out. Then it was right. Then he came to, back, back and broke and, his And leg. there's yeah. a case where Silva's career got him the immediate rematch. Because most of the time, getting right. knocked out like that in the UFC, right. yeah. you don't get that rematch. Yeah, right. he was gone. It was, it was, he was gone. Yeah. He sent him, you know what I mean? It was over. And any, nothing else going on? Nah, no, nobody that I know of. Did you see the latest crime faces? Um, yeah, with the girl. I'm not sure which one. With Masvidal's girlfriend. With Masvidal's girlfriend. No, I didn't see that one. Yes, She's, it's it's, it's an MMA fight. He's doing commentary on a fight fight. Oh, oh, oh so no. we we were talking about the other and day. The he, did, he got the call. I don't know. I mean, okay. Well, yeah, it's, I think that's in the works. But okay. he was doing some clip. Some this girl. And she's just piecing this chick up. And then he's like, ah, oh, my new favorite fighter. Forget nice. about your boyfriend. And then you see a picture of her and Masvidal come up. Like, oh, I wasn't looking at your girl. <laughs> that kind of stuff. But gotcha. uh, All right, so we've covered it all, huh? We got Tribe Called Quest. New FC. I'm still confused on the Tribe Called Quest. I, gotta, I don't know anything about them. Gotta, I think I've heard them. You, you what's, had their, what's their biggest song? Wow. Mainstream song, not your probably, favorite song. Probably, uh, what is it? Scenario? Uh, war Tour? That's a world tour was good, but scenario. But I would think scenario. scenario there's I know so scenario. many people I know he might not yeah. know. He probably yeah, remembers scenario. Buster Rhymes from it. Yeah, scen- Buster Rhymes is the star of that he, moment. He, you know? he really came so out. Was Buster of, Rhymes in a Tribe Called Quest? No, no, but he was in Leaders of the New, new school. school. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. Let's not confuse this uh, yeah, dumb white man. Yeah, so we're a, a gang me. affiliation. Their family. Oh, there we go. There we go. So they were. What collective were they part of? Like a merger. A merger? Like two companies merging? I'm asking Tim. Tim, what collective no, you're not were they part me. of? You know, collective. Yo, do not make <laughs> you know? No, no, see. He's do listen, you know? See, huh? You, you know. Jungle Brothers. No, 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 no. Oh, no, oh, oh. no. Uh, Come on, son. I thought you were going to say Brothers nah, in the man, Jungle. No, it was Native Tongues. The Native Tongues. They were man? all part of the Native Tongues. Oh, no. Somebody shut them. Oh, they lost soul. Hold on, who's yeah. Jungle Brothers? They were part of the Native Tongues. So remember the Buddy video? My buddy. Queen Latif, all of them. Hold on, Buddy is the other dudes. They lost soul. Yeah, that was no. Buddy was a um. That was a Jungle Brothers song. No, man, that's buddy. De La Soul, man. That's De La Soul. All right, right, all right. See, I'm old too. Yes. Don't <laughs> try to make me not old. So listen, everybody in the Buddy video. Hey Tim, just be quiet tongue. while we're talking about. They're all native tongue. Yeah, okay. I'm enjoying uh, this. So okay. Queen, native, native. Queen, uh, while we lose the, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> while we lose. Listeners. No, so no, they they know about it too. <laughs> Who? Yeah. Jujitsu people. Yes. About what? Tribe Called Quest. We're trying to show. We're trying to teach. No. No. I remember Timmy recommending a podcast to someone, and the guy was like. You know, they just don't sound. I just, they just talk too black. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> That's what he said. He's like, I don't. They just I don't. talk. He's too not black. here anymore. He's not here anymore. He lives. He moved. Oh, he moved down south where he should go oh. from Long Island down south. Your man, that just moved down to the down south. Let's just yeah, he moved down south. He just rhymes moved. with martini. Come on, you just you guys. He's the only. Uh, <laughs> he's like they just talk too black. I can't. <laughs> Uh, 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 so you know you man. Speaking of, <laughs> we got to segue somehow into jujitsu. Go ahead. And apparently, we have some red table talk. What? There's, there was an entanglement. Somebody's there entangled. Was a tra- there was a training entanglement that we yeah. were talking about on on a group text. Yeah. Number one, I think we got to call these guys out about their quarant their what they think that they're quarantining from. Nah, man, leave them alone. Le- yeah, leave them alone. Why? Because let let all these people live in their fantasy world where they think they're being safe. Well, what do you? So how do they think they're being safe? By training with uh, a couple people at a time, multiple with multiple different partners. Who have multiple different partners. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. And, and also the fantasy world where they think that the coronavirus is actually a big deal. <laughs> right, right. I didn't know we were going this way. No, no, but uh, 
So what was the what what were we asked to give a ruling so on? The um, the ruling on is positional training. So we'll give the example that we had. If you're doing a mount escape drill, the goal is for the person on bottom to escape the mount. The person on top is to maintain the mount and try to submit from the mount. Right. Okay, but hold on. Let's let's give the scenario first. Sorry. And then we can get into all the details of positional right. training after. All right. So if I'm going with JB and he's on bottom and I'm on. I'm can we just call him Jerobi from here on out? No, oh, yeah, no we're, we're not. not. <laughs> I'm going it just fits no so well. Jirobi, no so we got five dogs on top of JB. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No. All right. Uh, and I immediately, when the round starts, or he bumps a little bit and I just hop off the side mount and hold him. That is technically an escape because I gave up the mount position. Hmm. So, depending on the on the, how the you goal, dictated the rules are, yeah. right? Well, and this is what my point was like for a white or blue belt. You need to you need to point out every little detail. So, like if you leave the mount, you lose. Right. Your job in a mount escape drill is to escape the mount. The person that's in the mount, no matter whether they like the side mount more or not, their job is to maintain the mount and right. submit from there. So as soon as you hop off the side, you lost on top. Because yeah, you've you've improperly kept the mount, right, or right. You've the rules were, were designated. I hate people that do that. Right, I hate because, the people that stand up when they're not supposed to stand up. Right, so that's the problem with um, positional training is to work on even like it's to work on what you're not good at. It's not to go to to revert back to what you are good right. at. So if you got a really good mount or a really good side mount, and you hop off the side mount, you're not learning anything, and you're taking away the other guy's chance to escape the mount. Right. So now he has to go to side mount escapes. Which could be a whole nother drill, correct? Right, and in a, and, a, and in a side mount yeah. escape, you tell the guy don't go to mount, right? To hold the side mount, try to submit from there, right? Um, and my point was a white belt or blue belt, you need to explain that to them. By the time you're a purple, brown, or black belt, that should be you should know that. That's not a. It's it, there should be no question. What's the so I don't I, what should they know? They should know that in a mount escape drill, your job is to maintain the mount. I got you, but Unle oh no, unless. You're just starting training from the mount, and you're saying, "All right, we're starting in the mount and just rolling from there." Then it's like, "Okay, do whatever." Well, we have to agree that number one, when it's just like a couple of quarantine buddies that are training in what they feel is a safe environment mm -hmm. away from the coronavirus, mm -hmm. that they need to be very clear on what the rules are with each other. A black belt on a brown belt, the rules should be understood in a mount escape drill. I don't. I don't necessarily agree. I mean, so we 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 weren't there. So, right. We don't know what was said. We don't say, "Hey, I want to work on escaping the mount." Right. Or let's just start from mount and go. Right. I think what they were doing was working on escaping the mount because that's what it sounded like from from the text messages. From the text message, it said they were working on escaping the mount and then resetting. So if there's resets, and you hop off the side mount, that's the person on top lost that one. I got you. So, but you know, I think if, as you get better through your you know your your jujitsu experience, right? Like if you and I were I'm, I haven't escaped much if you go from mount to cross side, mm -hmm. right? Like you've decided, either basically decided that at this point, the cross side is a much better top position for you right. as opposed to the mount because of what I'm doing underneath. But I haven't really escaped anything. I've had to kind of move to something. So that's where like the nuances and being in an environment where uh, that's understood. That's where I'm saying like if like if it's a like if you and I are training or with JB or or with Devin, it's like all right, man. Like if you guys are on top of me, like being underneath, not in guard, not using it, you know, aggressively defending or aggressively getting with offense with my legs. You know, being underneath is being underneath, mm -hmm. right? So jumping off from mount to cross side, there 
it only changes what I have to do, but I'm still stuck on bottom. Yeah, but that the so again, we're we're going to assume that they were working on escaping them out. We have to we have to start with that assumption. Suspend disbelief. No, we'll start, no, it's we'll start really with, what it is. I can't I can't bump anymore. I can't do anything. Into per, it makes perfect it, sense what like, you're saying. Like they said that they were doing mount escape drills. I find it hard to believe that they had any conversation. That one of them just said start mounted, and that's how they. That's how no, it went. he said in the text. It said like reset. If there's this, this, this. Okay. Um, side mount wasn't explicitly mentioned. So that's a mount. But like I said, for a white belt and blue belt, that's acceptable to not understand that. Anybody past purple belt, you've done this stuff enough, you know. And and one of the guys is a hellfish. Well, they're both hellfish, but and also, but they're both combination hellfish and JMA guys. They're, they're, they're friends of ours. Right. But the one guy is notorious for gaming the system. Oh yeah. So you have to always explain to him like, no, don't do this, 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 even though he's a very high, he's a good, highly high, educated, high, highly educated, very, very intelligent, good at jujitsu. So this is why knows, he's trying to game the system. Right. right. He's trying yeah. to game the system to win that particular, uh, he's exchange, an alpha. not trying to learn. Oh. Being a meat a meathead, being a meathead, so being to speak. A, well, being a meathead. Some people might call some, him a meathead. Some people no. might call him a meathead. Yeah. Might call yeah. him that name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's crazy. Um, I have no idea who they're talking about, right. by the way. Oh, man, but, I do. But so that that sort of approach is kind of what makes him good at jiu-jitsu. He's very good at finding out ways to win. But when you're trying to learn, you're not trying to win. Like the, trying to win too much when you're working on learning is not going to help so you learn. It, so what, step me through this then, right? So I'm training with you. And we are working on this same idea. Right. I'm escaping them out. You're mounted on top of me. We'll just go in the opposite because you're a little bit uh, bigger than I am, okay. right? So you're you're mounted on top of me, right? And I'm able to get you to move to cross side. You won. What did I really win? You escaped the mount. Mm. I had to concede that I couldn't hold you in the mount. When my <laughs> job, my my job in the drill is to hold you in the mount. Yes. As soon as, I, I, as, soon as I, whether you get me in half guard, full guard, you reverse me, or I jump to side mount or north south, or anything. But right. you're not sure what level of specificity these guys had, like, right? It but wasn't, also, that's what you were I, saying. I'm, like that, you didn't say boom. But also the idea of just kind of like I, I get, I understand to its core. Like okay, if I'm not in mount, see that that drill isn't really a mount escape drill. That's a mount keep drill, right? No, I mean. Yeah, no. yeah no, it no, is. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, it no. definitely is. No, because because the guy on top, the the way he loses is by not keeping them out. Right. With so again, if we're doing it, so when I do when I have white belts and I say like like one of the first things we learn is mount escapes and then we do live rounds. All right, guys, you're gonna start on top of the mount. As soon as the guy hops off, I say, hey, reset back to mount. Like your job is to hold the mount. He's trying to escape the mount because I didn't teach the them mount keep drill because I didn't teach them how to escape side mount yet. They first, they learn how to do the mount. Gotcha. So like, again, like I said, for white belts and blue belts who are like children that you need to like guide through each little thing. You have to make that. This is, compl- I, I agree with you. With Keeping the mount is important. The last drill I did, I think I did right. last, one of the last drills you had me do was, uh, call it whatever you want. March was the same thing. Whatever it was, the guy on top. Cause lost. the guy on, like, so the, like when I escaped, the job if you were to escape from prison, right? Mm-hmm. You don't escape into another prison. Right, like you. If you uh, that's a that's kind of a philosophical argument. Well, if you want to get into like if you escape, like it you know, seems like a, let's say you escape. It's a jail. mount escape. Great. I so I went from the mount to cross mount or side mount. Like all right, well, I went to somewhat possibly even a lesser or depending on the person. 
Right. It's, it could be worse for I understand. Me. I understand what you're saying, but you're wrong. No. Because no. the, the goal of a mount escape drill is to escape the mount. So as soon as the mount's done, you've escaped. And you so the, the escape of the, the point of any escape is to get yourself out of danger, not to get yourself not out of position. Not to escape position. the position. No. Otherwise, and, it's just escape. And you say, you're on top, go anywhere. Get and out. you have to get on top. Person on bottom has to get back to guard. But that's now, not. Now, but that's, you get, now you get. But it. that's not what these guys were doing. They said we don't. We don't know. No, we right. do. Because they said we only have text They specified it as a mount escape drill. They're wrong. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so where where is the, so the, the discrepancy? The big the big argument between these people. The well the issue was that the guy that was um, a meathead acting like a meathead. <laughs> Shout out to like him. A, I owe him so much, man. I appreciate the you, guy bro. Was acting like a meathead. <laughs> He was saying like, oh, you didn't specify that beforehand. The okay. point is, as a brown belt, no, you no, need no, to know no. this there, stuff. You don't not see. I think you're, you're, you're giving, you're asking them to know entirely too much, especially being unsupervised, right? Because if, if we were to start from the mouth, like, hey, Tim, I'm going to start mounted. You, you're like, are, you're going to ask me, are we drilling something or are we just starting mounted? Right. They were doing a mount escape drill and resetting if there was an so escape. So that was clearly set. Yes. Because they said in the in the text message, it said we will reset if this this this. But they just left that they left outside mount. Well, then you know what I'm saying. Like there's the but there's the again, nuance. So if, if if we're if we're doing this drill, and if I say to you, hey, I want to work on escaping the mount. Yes. And I and, it's, and if I go and in the I, I, I bump and you hop off the side mount. We're sticking with we didn't go in the unbelly. We're going on the side mount with the exact things that we're dealing with. Gotcha. All right. You you go to S mount. You go anywhere else, but we're going to side mount. You hop off the side mount. You just took away my ability. Did I? What did I do? Tooken. Okay. okay. I like the fact right, that you checking. fucked that up. You took it. You took it away from me. I just, it away. I just want to make sure. I, got, got I like. You. I like that. Yo, where'd you um, learn to speak English? Bro? For real. Come on. Um, and I went to. I had ESL classes. Just to let everybody know. You did. Yeah. I thought Jerobi was born here. No. Somebody in Tribal oh, Quest so said Tooken. So if, that's, if, even if it's very informal, I say, hey, I really want to work on escaping the mount. And we start, you're like, all right, cool. And you just hop off the side mount. You just taken away. You, I asked you as a favor to hold me in the mount because I want to work on escaping this. And now you've were changed. Were you very clear I, on that? Did you say, hey, do me a favor. Keep me, see, hold this mount. Whatever I do, stay mounted. If I say I want to escape the mount. I want to work on escaping the mount. And I jump off to cross side. All right, thanks, man. I just escaped the mount. <laughs> no, well, you didn't. Because now you're in side mount. Well, because I- Cross side. Now I'm not going to use the word mount. You're in cross side. This is an endless loop. I know. So, Mark, this is the thing you have to understand about Mark. He adapts the argument It took me a long time, a lot of frustration for you. He's a troll. No, no. He told me He told me a long time ago something his dad told him. He's like, I might not be right, but you're always wrong. There you go. And that's And that's how he approaches every interaction. Every single thing, yeah. That's it. So- Thank you, Alberto. Thank you, Alberto. So that's exactly true. All of I his miss interactions. my dad so yeah. much. <laughs> so that's that's what's going on here. Right. He knows. He knows. I'm right. Yes. Clearly. Yeah. No, but so all right. But to to all hey, jiu-jitsu practitioners out and rest in peace to my father. Thank is, you for bringing yes, him up. It is good to be very specific in your training. Yes. But if you're a brown belt, you should know it. All right. So let's get to the deeper heart of the matter on why these guys need to be better. And these guys are not talking about these the particular meatheads that we're talking about. These people. These people, right? Those people. Anyway. We calling you guys. We <laughs> calling you guys. Huh? Is that particular drill at the grading or belt level that they're at useful for them? 
Yes, it's always useful. Is it more useful for the guy trying to keep the mount, or is it more useful for the guy trying to escape the mount? Well, it's whoever it. whoever was asking. So if if my if I if we're going to train, and my intention is listen, I want to learn, I want to maintain the mount. Can you help me? Yes. Then then we do it. And then if the other guy asks me. Then we go in that direction. In my novice opinion, the bottom guy gets the most benefit out of it. Well, it's, right. at a well, higher level, what, though, you I'll should you com- if you have a conversation. For a higher level, so for a higher say, level guy. Listen, this is what we're going to work on. Like Meathead. Got you. Who, his his best position is the side mount. For him to jump off the side mount is not beneficial at all. Right. Yeah. For him to try to work and try something new and try to maintain the so mount, keeping the mount is more beneficial for him, not for right. the guy on bottom right. trying to escape. So there's a bigger... But it's hard. So what's harder? escaping the mount when all you have to do is change the mount position or keeping the mount when the guy on bottom only has to keeping the mount keeping keep, the mount yeah so there's where i believe the the higher the uh what's the word i'm looking for who's going to gain the most out of you. that it's most beneficial for it's most beneficial for the guy in the mount as opposed to the person underneath. I think what... Which is another reason why you shouldn't just hop off the yeah, side. But if I, we, agree. If we I made, agree with you. If we made that agreement, though, if I said, yo, if, you know, I think it behooves your partner. If you step to me and say, I need to work on this, mm-hmm. and that means you're helping him get better, especially if you're at a high level, then you want to help them get better, even if it's harder on you, even if it's harder for me to maintain the mount. Right. You know what I mean? It's not hard for me because I weigh 275 pounds, <laughs> but it's that... So have you lost weight? Down. I'm actually... I, I added 10 pounds just for... <laughs> Comedic effect. Yes. Comedic effect. But I think, you know, that that's the guy. Even though it's harder, if you're helping your team, if it's because te- they're teammates, yeah. basically. I mean, teammates, me-mates, just are friends that are training with each other. That, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, too. Even then, if you don't like the guy. Yeah. Because even though I think it's more beneficial for the person on top because it's way harder to keep them out than escape it in most cases, right, for right. the general for the general public, uh, just, you know, I get this question all the time. It's like, well, how do I approach somebody and say I want to work on a certain position? And I go, just ask them. Because most people in training, you know, these guys, they're, they're basically only training with each other right now and, and a third. And a unco- few other people. And a few and other people. And then kind of, I think the multiple, it's like three to the power of two times seven. What's the, the R naught? I don't even know what that is. That's something I heard it on the news. <laughs> is Saw that the rate, of, the rate of infection? Something like that. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. But um, and what was the R not two point five? I don't know. I Go ahead. I think the, anyway. there is none. It's fake. All right. Enough. What enough. was I going with this? I forgot. I don't know. Yeah. But okay. So, but these guys training training with each other and doing you know like when if you're in a, an open room mm-hmm. of people that um, are making their own decisions about where they train and who they train with, they you can go up to training partners or people in an open mat room and say, hey. I want to work the mount, mm-hmm. right? And these are the specific rule sets that I want to play under. So let's be, let's understand this, and let's kind of move move forward from that. Because uh, a lot of people just when they go to open mat, what do they want to do? Roll. They want to roll live, roll. right? And everybody wants to win. Everyone wants mm-hmm. to, everyone wants to so, win yeah. their their exchange. And, except when you when you ask someone who's at a higher rank, you want to say, all right, you want to test what you know. You may know you're going to lose. Some people some people roll in just being defensive. I want to not get tapped out. Yeah, yeah. And then other people want to win. Some people want to give help, help other folks. So I want to not get tapped thing. out. Yeah, but that's I don't a start. Know. That is a start. Yeah. That's a, and it's common. Like most people waste so much energy. They're all jazzed up, you know, yeah. they, they're holding their breath. It's they a goal of do. mine to not get tapped out by certain people. I mean, in the beginning, you know, that's how it is. Yeah. Afterwards, you won't. 
Right. You know, and it won't even because not losing isn't winning. Right. No, but not losing for me is, is um not losing. It, no, it gives me um patience to so so basically like certain positions. Sometimes I'm forcing things to happen that shouldn't. Instead, I should be like concentrating on being defensive, stopping somebody from like choking me out and stuff like that. I felt like when I was first going in there, I was trying to go the whole time, and that's why I was getting tired um faster and stuff like that. But now when I go in there, it 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 helps pace me a lot, a lot more. Mm-hmm. I noticed I was getting a lot more out of it by doing that, by pacing myself. And that at first came from me thinking about do not make a hasty move, take my time and shit like that. And you, you know, just gotta pay more attention. It. Yeah. If you're focused on not getting tapped out, you gotta pay more attention to what's but going being on. Mindful, yeah, yeah, that's what, being mindful in general of what you want to do. But I think sometimes so jujitsu is basically about kind of taking what you're given, right? Or making making your partner go man, in that man, direction. I think that's kind of that? I think it's kind of changing though. To be I honest know. with you, you, well, you know, many things are changing, right? Because you have the the high levels of competition, the sports. We've you know we've talked about in the past about well, we have personally talked about sports, uh, the um, self defense self defense aspects of it, street so, fighting aspects, street fighting. Of it, right. So all those the MMA versions, you know, like all those things are highly nuanced now. Because of the the specific training they're giving they're giving mm-hmm. people, so when you're having those exchanges, what do you want to do? What's the goal? I, when I would teach, I would say, listen, if you like real basic, if you're on the bottom, you want to get you know you want to get off, you want to get to a better position. Always getting to a better position in order for you to either for submitting, right, to submit, not just to not lose. Lay there. Now, would you use a drill like that as the for because in straight jujitsu, I could maybe see. A little bit more of the benefit, the mount, you know, like this idea of the keeping the mount. Uh, but in MMA, would you was that a drill that you think transfers of getting 100%. out, of, getting I out think, of mount to cross side? Huh? Just cross side. like I win by getting you to go to cross side. That, no, that's that, an escape. That, that would be a completely useless drill for MMA. Yeah, but it's, unless you'd say it's, but it's completely useful for jujitsu. No, no, no. I'm saying hopping off. If you're working on escaping the mount, person on top should maintain the mount. Unless you set, you're just going to start from out and go wherever you go until you're out. There's two different drills. And they're both valuable. Because you will have people that just try to hold you in the mount, and you will have people that will transition to other positions. So you don't do just one of each. You, you, do, you do both. Thanks they're for, both valuable. Thanks for clearing that up for me. I don't understand the question. No, no. But the, so the question is, is, the, the, is the, there a similar value placed for you if someone in from was training for an MMA fight mm-hmm. and we said, all right, look, just get out of the mount. Yeah. And getting out of the mount could mean getting your back taken. Getting out of the mount could mean getting stuck cross side. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, No, that's why you would like for an MMA drill, I would say, and actually even for a jujitsu one, if you, if you, if your escape from the mount leads them to your back, that's not an escape. Like if you, if you bump and roll over, then they're back mounted on you. Okay. But if you, Bump and they go cross side. That's not an escape. No, they're they're hopping off the cross side to to in order just to hold you down to, gotcha. to not lose the position. They're hopping to your back. They're hopping. No, you to give north them south. your you give them your back. You're giving them cross side. Let's let's just come on. And no, no, this is this is that's ridiculous. So if you give your back, so that you your escape from the mount is to just turn over. You escape the mount, right? If that's your, if we go back to the the kind of the rule, this very strict rule set of, I think if I'm in the not rules, mounted, we're just saying like, if I'm not mounted, I've won, right? No, 
because in I mean in their rules it was said even like three quarter mount didn't count as escaping the mount. Okay. So you have to get back to like guard or something. But, so this is the way this is the way it. I run the drill. Yeah. You have to get back to full guard. And, and what I'm driving at is this is why people need to move out of their basements and move out of their garages mm -hmm. so that they can be training with and around professional black belts that can steer them in a direction that yeah. gets them into a higher quality of training. Yeah. But the way I would run the drill would be like, the only thing that is, counts is if you get back to full guard or your reverse position or you break neutral. Other than that, you just keep going. Okay. You know? Um, so side mount, but again, the person has to maintain the mount. It's not about like just moving to where you're comfortable and then just holding the guy in it, you know, cause the, the goal of the drill is to escape the mount. Right, right. So it's not me jumping to the position I'm comfortable with. Right. It's like I, if I get forced to cross side, that's one thing. No. Cross side, you just say, hey, man, get back in the mount. Okay. Don't, and then you say, don't do that. No, but if he gets forced. What if I get forced? What if the way you push me? One. Right? Like, all right. Right? They've you got the bottom me, one. You elbow that. escape, and I'm like, all right, now. You should end up in guard or something. The only way, the only way you would end up in side mount is if the guy if you were just jumping out to avoid getting put in well, the guard. Well, the guy puts two hands on my hips and gives and me just like goes, a heart. Boom. Pushes well, you to side mount. I, what am I going to do? Just stay there, stay mounted on his hands? What do you mean? So, you know, in some instances. How would you end up in side mount unless you purposefully put yourself there? Nobody's going to take lift your legs up and put you no, next No, but them. I can in if if I do it correctly, if I get my hands placed properly on your hips create and have a, create some space, a hard bump separate you from me and turn out from underneath of you. Right. While using my hands, I can put myself under you cross side. You think I, it would end up in half guard? You would end up. I mean, if the person's doing that, I'm assuming they know how to escape. They would they would be escaping. No, you could lift. You could push somebody off, but you're going to blow your butthole out. Happen to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah you I, could I, end don't, up, I don't think I don't think, especially with a black belt and a brown belt training that you're going to see a guy like push him and put him in side mount. If that. And, and OK. And I with these guys, I would make the caveat Hey, don't bench press him into side mount. That doesn't count as an escape. But what if he bench presses him and elbow escapes himself to side mount? You don't elbow escape to side mount. You elbow escape to guard. There's no, there's no elbow escaping to side mount. There's elbow escaping to Half guard. Half an elbow escape. Come on, you're a black belt, bro. You're better than this. I, you, you're let's, the, let's let the whole... What's that? I might not be right, but you're always wrong. Let's let that go. Hey, man, thanks for bringing up my dad. I think, I think, we, agree. I think yeah. we agree on, on how positional training should be done. Right. I think we need to talk so more is, about my, this is, the nuances this is of my the, uh, So, again, Marco's taking <laughs> the, the meathead approach <laughs> to conversation. Let's go through Where he just needs to... Yes. He's just taking the shortcut to victory. No, 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 no. It's not that, but what I'm saying is I think that the... what. The bigger point is that a lot of times two even high-level gentlemen left to their own devices can confuse themselves into what a beneficial rule set can be mm -hmm. and don't have a third party to uh, referee and or impose the rules very strictly so that they're both getting the benefit of the yeah. drill. I think, uh, yeah, in general, positional training should have like very strict uh, rules on what is and is not going to happen. Right. Or like, I also like to sometimes like, Hey guys, we're doing five minute rounds. The mount is the starting position and just wherever go, it goes, go it goes. It. Cause that's a good way to start. Especially when you have um, like two high level guys that might kind of cancel each other out for three or four minutes. If you just start them in a bad position, it opens up the training like instantly. For sure. You know? Yeah, no, that, that I agree that we were just doing the other day. It's like uh, to say we're, so, we're starting from cross side, the match resets. If you mount, Mm -hmm. Or if you submit, those are the two things. Those, mm -hmm. So those are the match reset yeah. points, you know, like things like that, where we're working towards 
two specific things, either either like a a specific position or going for the submission. And once we get there, we're, we're good to go. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the parameters when two guys are getting together in their basement or whatever to start training? What are, what should they, we both come in under the guise of, we want to make each other better. We want to not be assholes. Depends. I mean, it depends on on what the mood they're in. Like, right. I think so. I think where you have two guys, if you only have two training part, like one other training partner, and that's the guy you always train with, then you have to put even more strict limits on what each other can do, because otherwise you're just always going to revert back to what you're good at. Right. And then you'll both be doing what you're good at, and both be shutting each other down. But if you start each other, you know, if I'm going with uh, somebody like Meathead and he doesn't like the mount, I'd be like, hey man, start mount on me, keep me down. Gotcha. Or if he doesn't like, uh, if I'm bad at escaping the back he's bad at keeping the back hey let's work on that like you try to keep my back i'm going to try to escape that kind of stuff so so getting together you should always work on helping each other get better that's what martial arts is all about bro. i think always. so yeah that's but also the, the, the other thing that they're, that hopefully they're doing and anybody could be these two gentlemen or, or anybody else is kind of doing a post-mortem after each round or yeah. after yeah. like all the rounds saying hey when you did this when you were mounted i had a hard time escaping but when i was able to get to this position I was able to push you off. I've or, seen or you do, do that. Uh, the, oh, I've always seen you do yeah. that. Do, especially together, you guys mm-hmm. will go through that. But I don't see, sometimes I don't see other guys. When I first started training, like dudes would be like, they'd be like, hey, what'd you do? Hey, yeah. I don't know. Fucking, he didn't say shit. Yeah. They, right. they didn't want to give up. So you got to really check your of, partner. You got to know yeah. who you're working with because if not, you're going to get Especially like we've been training together for like 20 win. years. So it's right. like, right. if you something new happens, like, hey, what was that? Yeah, what were you doing? Or like, hey, man, what was. Did I almost have that? Yeah, but yeah. you should have did this. Yeah. Or you should have did that. And so, then would have or even just sometimes it'd be like, Yeah, you had it. I was just game facing it. Yeah, gotcha. No. And I hope these guys don't think we're picking on them. No. Oh, we we're are. just using them. Listen, fuck this. Nah, 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 nah. So we told them this was gonna be valuable content. Yeah. We love yeah. those dudes. Yeah. So the important thing is be a good partner and communicate well. Yeah, and it's set interesting. Set the parameters so we set the parameters so you can always get better. Yes. yes. And but it but it's also interesting because and I'm I've been saying this this week since we started classes again. It's like we're we're involved in an inherently dangerous sport. Right? So and we have to respect that, but we have to kind of embrace it as well. Right? Like and we have to approach each training session like man, I, like you were saying I want I want to win the training session. Yes, of course. I don't want to get fucked up. I don't no, want to you, you know like I don't, I don't want any of that shit to happen. No. But I also don't want my partners to get injured because I was either reckless or dangerous. Yeah, that's important. Like I don't want—I never wanted to hurt anybody. No, I've wanted to hurt people sometimes. You know, nah, but, not me. <laughs> no. So, yeah. So that um, that was interesting because these guys—how how, many—they—they've been training kind of as long as we've the, been basically as long as we've been quarantined. Maybe for the first month they didn't train, but then then they went they went back to it. And how long is you? How long have you been back open? I never stopped. Not even. We didn't close for one day. Well, I mean, we we stopped running classes, but uh, we we had open mats the entire time, and then we I've been open for maybe a little over two months. What with um, kind of with? Because I'm restarting my adult classes. I'm going to re- be restarting my kids' classes, and uh, you know, there's a a group of people that are like gung ho about mm-hmm. it, and they're like, "Yes, we're we're coming back." And then I have some people. I had one guy show up once, and then text me. He's like. Yeah, I'm, I talked to my, my girlfriend doesn't want me coming back because I've had a couple of those. She's worried that I could get family members sick, and I completely respect yeah, yeah. that this is how you feel and what you what you kind of believe in. And I, my pat answer is, we'll be here when you're ready to come back. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you're comfortable with coming back. 
my big question, because I'm sitting on about 15 to 20 brand new leads that I've gotten in the last month that I haven't contacted is, have you noticed anything different about the new people that are coming in now during the quote unquote pandemic as opposed to pre pandemic? Uh, just like add one. So a lot of times people will walk in with a mask. I think it's just out of habit. And I'm just like, Hey, you don't have to wear that. And they're like, Oh, thank God. And they like rip it off. Okay. You know? Um, but then a couple, there was one guy that came in, he came in to try the class. He came with his wife and daughter. They're all wearing masks. And I was like, Hey, you don't have to wear those in here. You're welcome to, if you want, but you don't have to. Um, so he took his off and they kind of just like looked at each other and they walked outside. He came in, did the class. And then uh, afterwards he was like, I got to be honest. I don't think I'm going to be coming back here. But he said, I, he said, I don't think I'm going to be allowed to come back. Okay. Cause okay. like, I think his right. wife was kind of pissed yeah. that he like went in and trained. Okay. But then he contacted me. He said, you know, like I'll be in contact when this is all over. Like I really had fun. I really liked it. Um, the wife's just like nervous about all this so stuff. She, the wife and kid were just there to observe him take class or were I they guess, okay. I guess I don't, he, uh, he was a bit unclear. He's like, he, I thought, I think he thought maybe they were going to join in or something, but I didn't know that he was going to bring them. Yeah. Just, maybe this is a conversation he should have had with them prior to right, walking right, right. in. Yeah. Um, but he really enjoyed it and he said, I'll be back. So, um, but other than that, no, for the most part, I think the people that are scared aren't going to be opting in and trying to come in and try classes. Right. The people that are interested are the people that are just like, Hey, I'm ready to get back to normal life. I, I tell you, I haven't felt a sense of normalcy in the yeah. last five months. It's since been I've fleeting been... for me. Like every now and again, I'm looking around I'm like, wait a minute. That's what this I, feels like. This feels normal. Yes. Yeah. Us three of us talking shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's why I have a hard time understanding how people don't feel normal. Cause I like, mm. because now that I have the gyms open classes are like full, right. It's in my little world. It seems normal unless I go into a store. Right. Other than that, nothing really in my life has changed or is much different right now. So I like, when I see people that are like nervous, I'm like, Oh yeah, there's a, People people think there's a pandemic going on. <laughs> yeah, and you've you've been operating for four months, right? And you've had no zero no, issues. Zero issues. I had um, one guy got strep throat. So he, you had a guy he, get you got he, a guy get sick. He contacted me and said, "I'm not going to come in." I've had people do that, where it's like, "Hey, I I have a cold. They did test test me for COVID, but I'm coughing and I don't yeah. want to come in because yeah. you, you know, I, like people are think I it's weather." Did have one guy. It's pretty One guy who contracted like COVID, that. but he got it in Florida at work, and then he quarantined. They told him to quarantine for seventeen or for ten days, and he waited seventeen, and now he's back. All right. Um, but other than that, nothing. And I had there's a one of the families that trains with me. Like they're going on vacation. They were going on vacation with another family or two. So like I guess out of respect for they've been training and stuff, but they said out of respect for the family, they're going to take two weeks off before their vacation. And then go on their vacation, and then they'll be back. So gotcha. it's like so you've it's, never had an issue with anything your cust your your, no, they, your like, students do. No, you know what I mean. Like they don't call like, you. Like, hey, I, going to if you want to wear a mask in the class, you can. Yeah. You want to do anything. I was going to ask that question. Do you remember at any time? Because I remember when the masks were a big thing. Remember the like the the uh, like tough mutter guys. Like all those guys used to wear these like training masks. The, rest, yeah, the, the restricting masks. Yeah, those. Right? Remember those? You remember anybody doing jujitsu in those? I don't. I've recall. seen guys do. Back in the day, uh, I've seen guys in gyms wearing them. Yes, yes. that's the only time I've, I've seen, seen guys. In, I've seen guys hitting the bag with them. I've seen that. I've seen it at yeah. boxing gyms. I've seen it. And at, I, I recall seeing something like some tough mutter guys. Like they were showing videos, and the guys had right. them on going they, through they, the process. So my understanding is the science behind them is all bullshit. Okay. Like the 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 air restriction because you need to be in a high altitude environment mm -hmm. to get the actual oh, so they, were, they were trying to copy that yes okay. yeah, i think if anything right, it, it, it can build ago. some mental toughness I, that Perhaps. i agree with yeah yeah. yeah yeah for sure yeah. like a mount drill can build some yeah because i mean if you if you're not <laughs> getting 
Uh, as, long as, the, as long as your property. partner doesn't hop off the side, <laughs> you, can build you mean lose. So all normal in the sense of, and have you worried about, cause I, what are the restrictions in PA? You know, like, I don't even know. Yeah. Me neither. I don't, I don't know. pay attention to it. So, um, the, uh, the County that I'm in said that the district attorney and the, um, and the sheriff's office said that they're not going to go after any businesses that decide to open early before. Okay. And they're not, so they're just not going around enforcing anything. So I don't have to worry about anything. And you're kind of positioned, you're not on a main road, right? I'm on a main road, but I'm like, I don't have like a big front window or anything. It's just, you'd have to come looking for me. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I think it's different in the city. It's different. I know people in Jersey and then the city have a lot more like eyes on them and more restrictions, but where I am, I'm pretty good. And there's no way to do jujitsu safely. Under there's no, uh, way, there's to no way to do jujitsu under jiu-jitsu. the guidelines it's that they want social to do distancing. It, you know? Right. Yeah, so right. it's just. Have you changed? Like, see, so now I things that I've implemented, and this is more so for the comfort of the people mm-hmm. coming in, where we have a form you fill out for every class, and I picked this up from my son's um, swim coach, where mm-hmm. every time you come to class, there's like six questions that you have to answer. You know, have you? been exposed to anybody with COVID, do you yes. work in healthcare, blah, blah, blah. Do you have these symptoms? And then I take a, um, a temperature reading at the door. Rectally? And, yes. Every time. Then orally. Same thermometer. Right? So both. You, you take gotta, gotta, and then you, you want to make sure you own, get a thorough. Hey, yo, no, they need to know their own brand. Own. <laughs> <laughs> he takes theirs and then he takes his own. <laughs> Yeah. And then I then they can find they can find uh, COVID through fecal matter. By the way, oh. yeah, we're okay. we're testing the idea of fecal transplant for uh, the immune uh, home, uh, immune uh, health. homemade homemade yeah. transplant. <laughs> there it is. You're offering there those is. at the gym too. That's, I, I that's am, a hot, yeah. hot plate when you come in. Hot plate. Hot you start a fecal transplant. Fecal transplant. It's right before you start the Maltro. Yes. <laughs> right. Before you lose the mouth. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then we're just you know we're we're back to yeah. kind of normal. And I think I think the sooner people get back to normal, the better. I agree. You know? I like I I'm, I listen. Mean, every I want I wanted to go back to normal. Yeah, you know. Like what? How's how's your life changed? For me, it's been terrible. <laughs> I have to cook my own shit. I got. Oh yeah, the, the all, rest, all the restaurants are closed. Yeah, all the yes, nice restaurants, all, bro, and cigar on, bars son. are closed. What am I yeah. supposed to do? Cook for be yourself. Like a savage at you home. Have, yeah, but help. how much money have you been saving, son? Yeah. <laughs> yes, the, the train <laughs> is on schedule right now, Playboy. It's doing it, but I'd rather be. I made um, yeah, what did I make? I made up. polenta, and it fucking sucked. Son, it took forty five minutes. You know, that's poor people food, right? Well, listen, that's right. That's why I ate it. Yeah. So, but so I rather you don't, speaking don't have of my a dad, do you? No, I don't. But I rather I rather sit at a bar while someone else makes yeah. the fucking polenta, and it comes out magically from the back. My father would I laugh taint. when when we'd go to places and they're serving polenta, and it's however much he goes. This is peasant food. Yeah. Right? This is like, this is, this is poor. You know, like you go right. to Italy, like if you're poor, bro, they, bro they, this is what you eat. This is what happens. Yeah. Everybody wins. It's amazing. They so, turned it into a, a, a uh, like some By the way, for shit. those of you that don't know what polenta is, Jason, do you want to tell them? No, you, please. Corn, def- cornmeal, defer- cornmeal mush, basically. Def- <laughs> it's like, uh, it's, it's Italian grits. Yes. Very Yo, good. Do you remember when we were, was it Mississippi? Oh, yeah. stop. When the guy asks, what's grits? He goes, boy, grits is grits. <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. So I'm, I'm in a restaurant in Harlem, and these Argentinian ladies, I don't know if you know anything about these people. The worst. The worst. Yes. And they're like, grit, guess un grit, un grit, grit. My buddy Douglas is, it's like, como polenta. Oh! oh Yo, yeah. my, fine. They were all fine. Yeah. Terrible, but fine. Yes, but the worst. Beautiful. Yes. But, but the worst. Yo, he had, and that's what he explained. They were like, oh. 
¿Qué es un grit? That's what they wanted to know. <laughs> grits yeah. is grits, boy. Grits is grits. I believe that was Mississippi. Sounds like Mississippi. Yeah, well, it feels like Mississippi. Yeah. It, it's, it sounds much nicer than West Virginia, than the time we were in West Virginia, <laughs> that uh, palatial place we, we were at. We'll get, we'll get, <laughs> I was going to mention your man, but I'm really not going to mention Which nah. one? Come on, son. R.I.P. Anyway. R.I.P. Hey. All right. Well. How much time have we been at this fucking horse shit, son? What is this? Well, people are going to love that Jerobi's back. Come on, son. Is, is, is this... this is, I should I really it, get the the intro redone? Fuck yeah. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah for oh, sure. this is it? I'm on all... I, I hope made so. it? I hope so. But, yeah. Son. People yeah, people going to love it. We look, it got... I can only drive so much of this show <laughs> and do certain things. You can things. only carry Timmy look, so long. Stale is stale. Stale is stale. White we bread. Bring, stale we white bring bread. It, exactly. We're bringing in the fresh... Flavor, Hotness, some flavor, hey, some, some flavor. flavor in your ear. Oh, whoa! Was that Tribe Called Quest? <laughs> no, no, that's Craig Mack. Oh, boom! Wow. Craig Mack, hip hop aficionado. Yeah. He's not part Here of the tribe. Go. He's not part of Tribe Called Quest. He's not part of any tribe. He, no, Rest he's in peace. more toe, as more, they would say, uh, more toe. Yes. So, All right, that's it for today. Is, well, who's gonna who hits the button? Uh, don't worry about it. This okay. engineer the button well. right here. Yo, I had a. I was gonna okay. tell a story how I cleaned out a. Uh, a cremation chamber yesterday. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. We got to... Nah, so man, a lot of know, people don't know that JB sometimes works as a part-time time time. mortician. And it, maybe not. Funeral home as or an something? Assistant. Dietitian. From time to time. Yeah. Yes. And I've done some of the grunt work. And it just so happens that at, this is a... I wanted to know how the cremation machine worked and how... Oh, they light it on fire and they burn that's bodies. The way it's, it's giantly... It's a giant oven, basically. Okay. But it's And huge. the body becomes pulverized, right? So eventually... So what happened was we walk in and it was very hot, of course, but it kind of smelled like cookies. I'm gonna be honest, it smelled like cookies, really. So he opens the chamber. What's it that starts place to, that does the cookies till like four in the morning? Insomnia. Insomnia. So it was like insomnia, like that. Yes. Wow. So he opens the door, he hits a button, he puts on these giant gloves, and the chamber starts to open, and then I see the remains. I see the bones. I see a skull. I'm like, oh shit. Damn. So. He starts to, he puts these big gloves on in this giant broom. You ever see them in the, with the pizza oven? Like yes. Clean? Looks just like that, but it's all steel. And then he starts moving the bones out into like a chute. They fall down into a tray. All done very respectfully, I imagine. Always. Well, when anytime if I'm doing anything, I, I actually start to talk to them. I mean, like, I, I think it's important like for, for us to realize that people in this yeah. industry have respect for yes. what they're doing. No, no yeah. doubt. I say, do. If I say something, I'm like, I'm like, you know, hey. I, say, I might say your name. I'm like, really? So thank like, you. Tony, like, hey, Tony, you, thanks I'll for. Like, hey, you know, you know. Thank you for giving me this experience. And it always takes me since I don't do it every day. It always takes me a little bit. I always have to kind of like walk in, and then I gotta like come back out. Do you ask bit. him how he's been? And, no, I'm just hey, like Tony. How you been? Hey, hope you're okay. Hope you're good. Don't Whatever's go anywhere. Don't stay right here. Stay right. <laughs> stay right here. I'll be back. <laughs> stay right here. I'll be back. <laughs> so it's that kind of thing. But I went in, and uh, so he got a phone call, and he's like taking the glove off. So I grabbed the glove. Tell them, give me the other one. And I start pulling it out. Right. I start pulling the, the remains out. And as they fall, they shatter. It's like, it almost sounds like, like chalk or glass. So it's brittle. Yes, very brittle. Okay. And it starts How to hot does the chamber get? Oh, I think. Uh, These are questions 18, we need to know. 1800 degrees? Man. Yo, apparently, fat people, it takes more to, to cook, to, to cremate. I was going to say cook. cook right. to, to, <laughs> yo, and then your innards. He was explaining to me that your, like your, your guts, organs? Your organs or the. the very, they're hard, hard to yo, cook. They're very tough. Yo, it burns hotter, he explained. Really? Very interesting. Yeah, so we have to clean it out. It comes, it falls into, sh first, you know, we're pulling the bones. I saw everything, the skull, 
femur, you know. So as all this stuff's coming out, it's shattering when it hits yeah, the shoot. It's falling into the shoot, yeah, and it's falling on top of each other, and just oh, you, see, it just starts to shatter. It just sounds so, you really so thin see and dead brittle. People. Sun every day, yo, and then you pull it. To, then it's too hot, right? So there the was remains, once, yes, the, the remains, remains are too okay. hot while they have to cool down, and then the machine starts goes into a cool down mode, right? Which is really interesting, and the machine is the size of like um, like one of the little school buses. Like a small school okay. bus, the little half of the shorty bus, the yeah, shorty the, bus, maybe the, the kids, van, the special one, needs, like the kids. van one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's about that size. And then, so we, I, I pull everything out, um, trying to make sure I clear it. I shut the door, and we're letting it sit there to cool down. Meanwhile, on the other side of the room, there's another set of remains on this tray, full body, not having not been through the right. It's it had, no, no, no. It had been through. Okay, it's, it had already been finished. It's, so it's and cremated. It, yes, and on the shelf. There were two already fully done in their containers, in the container, like to so give the to the box. family, the yeah, box. Yeah. So at this this other station, I'm going to call it, it's a machine. You you basically brush the bones into, it's basically looks like a blender. Hmm. And this, it's the pulverizer. Like a blend tech. Kind of. Yo, exact, that's exactly like a, what like it looked a, like. Because it had the single, it had the single blade. When I looked into it, because I have a blend tech, I looked into it. And he was just like, Those you know. Those things can blend anything. <laughs> anything. Can we blend <laughs> How big is it? Like, compared to a blender, how big is it? It's a bit bigger. It's a Like bit the bigger. ones you would have at like Jamba Juice? I would say they're bigger than that. Okay. It's because it's like, a, it's a wider, taller chamber. Okay. But you have to do it little by little because it creates oh, so a lot of dust. so you're not putting dust. like the skull or whatever? No, because again, so I thought that's what was going to happen. But the as the other bones and stuff fall on top of the skull, it just starts to break up. Just starts to break up. Because the skull is is pieces together anyway, right? Like, right, but it yeah. kind of stayed in, in intact. intact. And at one point, when I was when we were moving one the the one set the, the the warm set that just came out of the oven, I saw you know we were moving it around and there was a chunk of the skull. Okay. But again, it was very brittle. Has anybody come through that have like a, a hip replacement or anything? You know, like I didn't that? ask. I didn't ask because I this is my first time. Okay, I didn't they ask take those and it. sell them. I don't what think they, they do. No, they, about the fillings. They can't. No, the fillings. They do that. Yeah. But uh, it was cool. so on the other station, the cool down stuff. He put put it all in one chamber, and yo, he turns the 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 uh, the blender on, son, and it it turns the whole thing into powder. And then from there, you 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 put it in a box. You kind of okay. you package it for the you, people. Uh, we're both orphans. Yeah. Yeah. We're both orphans. Damn, we, son. But my yeah. mom's still here. Yeah, your so. mom's yeah, still yeah, here. Yeah. So just, uh, we're yeah, both. We are. You your parents cremated? My father. I actually my just, dad my dad's cremated. Yeah. yeah, I actually just gave my sister back my father's remains. It's a lot of ashes. Yo, so, so I, I was with so my one sister looks like a big addict. cigar box. It does like double and double. The mine size. looks like an ammo box. Okay, So I gave the box to my sister yesterday. She was like, "Damn, Bobby's heavy." <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, so she was supposed to give it to my other worthless siblings. So because I said I just didn't want it anymore, I said here. Because initially I took it, you know, for something else. Now, did you guys need to like send your information to any orphanages now that you're orphans? Or <laughs> no. no, I'm hopefully no. I'll get adopted soon. That, that was it. Awesome. It was over. Uh, when I hit forty, it was, I was no I got, longer eligible. The only other cremation I'd seen was I had a, a dog that was cremated when I was younger, really? and it, it's like a a little can. Right. He was a little got, dog. And then we got he's my mostly, dad. That's what I was here. expecting when I got my dad's ashes. But it was, <laughs> it was a lot more. He was much bigger, bro. So I was no, able. So, to, and you listen, gave the different different machines. You can't use the same machine for you can't do pets and uh, uh, and humans in the same in, machine. Right, you need a, uh, okay, a completely separate machine. Uh, so you gave your dad's remains to so, your sister. Yeah, yeah you, I, I all met, of them, or did you keep? Yeah, any? I met. No, I didn't keep any. I met with uh, one of my older sisters who's still around. She's a twin, 
And we had a long three hour conversation. It was just great. We haven't spoken in years. Um, and she was giving that to like my my immediate older sister. Okay. So because uh, I just didn't want it, I didn't want to deal with it anymore. And you did something with your dad's ashes. <clears throat> we have uh, so we me and my family we got together. We put some in the park that my dad used to like to go to. Nice. Okay. And then we everybody got a. I was dishing out bags yeah. of ashes. Scooping it. Scooping it. So, yeah. So I was, <laughs> nobody else really wanted. What do you use like a, dad, like a supplement? It scooper? comes. It comes with a. Yeah. Scoop. Like something you'd make iced tea with. <laughs> And nobody else wanted to do it, but I was like, I don't care, I'll do it. So I was like scooping out ashes to everybody's bags. And right. Then, but then I got the majority of it, and then I put some at the. Uh, so my dad was like, when he was when he was before he died, he's like, just throw my ashes in the middle of the street in Westchester. That's where he's from. Okay. So I was like, and nobody else wanted to do it. I was like, I'll do it. But I didn't throw all of them there because there's a lot of ashes. Gotcha. Yeah, so yeah. You didn't want to litter. Yeah. <laughs> so I put some. I put some there, and I put some at the school that he taught at. Okay. Nice. Little so you got, did you hold on to any of no, them? I have a ton of them left. I have, oh, right. If anybody wants <laughs> no, them. So I took, so my sister had it and we had, we had an issue. So I ended up, I ended up taking it and my initial plan was to take it. And, um, my father always wanted to move to Miami, but my mother was like, hell no. Okay. <laughs> so I was going to take it to Miami by myself and empty it out on the beach and in the ocean, yeah. you know? But, um, it was out of anger because of the, some of the issues I had with my brother and sister. I felt that they weren't worthy to do that because my father was such a good man and um i still feel that way but i just wasn't i didn't want to do it out of anger i didn't want to do it because i was angry i said look have it. i i'm in a great place with my pops like there's nothing nothing you can still go changed. to miami yeah. and do, I've got do it. something I've special it, for him but i wasn't it just wasn't just so you don't have the any? same thing to me no nah, i gave no. it all back i said yo here yeah my mother has all of my dad's ashes He's in the bedroom. She talks to him. Like, nice. he's still probably miserable. <laughs> you know? She keeps the misery going. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. still blaming him for stuff. 100%. And uh, I just... Welcome so, to the uh, death cast. So, so am I. All of a sudden. So am I. <laughs> my, uh, I just tell my mother, if the box starts talking back to right, you, right. let me know immediately. <laughs> right. We're going to call the police. Yeah, we'll call something. Something, but, uh, yeah. But that was that was something that I did yesterday. and was It's always an adventure, bro, when I, when I go... Go visit my buddy. He always has me doing something. So this will be a regular crazy. segment, Tales from the Crypt with JB. Tales from, Tales the, from crypt. the Crypt. Not, well, there's other stuff, too. I, well, I, we don't. <laughs> okay. Not, you can't. Hey. Come on, Jerobi. Relax. It's a, it's a marathon. I'm just putting it's in a sprint. I'm yeah, not putting exactly. in the whole thing. All right. So we all decided that the mustache stays, right? Yeah, for sure. Yo, yeah. look. No, it looks you good, You should man. do it uh, like down. Nah. Like nah, nah, nah. Like, right uh, there. This is, this is, it's too ironic. Don't go down. Don't get bro. So for all the hipsters out there, I'm doing this for you. That's it, man. All right. Peace. Tim and I would like to thank our sound engineer and studio owner, Devin Wade, for always doing a great job with, with the sound, but also the beautiful facility that we get to use here at SFX Studios. We'd also like to thank Eddie Lynn, who takes and donates his time to the podcast to do all the, uh, the video editing and everything you see on our social media. So really appreciate that from Eddie Lynn. And we'd also like to thank our friend Ralphie Darden, a.k.a. DJ Major Taylor, who gave us uh, the original music that we use. So uh, you're welcome, Tim. For and almost me. just as importantly as everybody else that he mentioned, we would like to thank all of our listeners that submitted questions. This is the Ninja Rob Podcast with Marco Barazzo and Tim Carpenter. The podcast for the true martial artist.